1: WELCOME TO OUR WEDNESDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY I'M CONTINUING A SERIES TALKING ABOUT A SURE FOUNDATION AND I'M DRAWING TO A CONCLUSION ON THIS TEACHING. THIS COMING FRIDAY WILL BE MY LAST DAY TO OFFER YOU THIS TEACHING ENTITLED A SURE FOUNDATION. THIS IS A BRAND NEW BOOK, THE FIRST TIME THAT WE'VE OFFERED IT ON OUR TELEVISION. I'VE BEEN TEACHING ON THIS FOR DECADES. MATTER OF FACT, THIS IS ONE OF THE MOST FOUNDATIONAL IMPORTANT THINGS THAT I TEACH. I HAVE AN ENTIRE COURSE IN OUR BIBLE COLLEGE ON THIS, BUT I'VE JUST COME OUT WITH THIS BOOK, AND OF COURSE WE HAVE CD'S AND DVD'S THAT GO ALONG WITH IT. AND I TELL YOU, I HAVE BEEN TEACHING ON THIS FOR FOUR WEEKS, AND I HAVE COVERED SOME POWERFUL THINGS. THIS IS HOW THE KINGDOM OF GOD WORKS. IT WORKS OFF OF THE WORD OF GOD. THE WORD OF GOD IS TO THE KINGDOM OF GOD THE WAY THAT SEEDS ARE TO THIS NATURAL WORLD. AND I USED THE PARABLES THAT JESUS TAUGHT IN MARK CHAPTER 4 TO TEACH THIS. AND I TELL YOU, IT WAS JUST POWERFUL, THE THINGS WE WERE SAYING. THIS WEEK, WHAT I'VE BEEN DOING IS ILLUSTRATING IT THROUGH THE WAY THAT JESUS TREATED JOHN THE BAPTIST. AND I TOOK THIS PRIMARILY FROM LUKE CHAPTER 7. THE SAME STORY IS ALSO RECORDED IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 11. BUT JOHN, AFTER BEING IN PRISON FOR A PERIOD OF TIME, began TO DOUBT THAT HE HAD ACTUALLY ANOINTED THE RIGHT PERSON AND SENT ALL OF THE PEOPLE WHO HE WAS INFLUENCING AFTER JESUS. HE BEGAN TO DOUBT THAT JESUS WAS REALLY THE CHRIST. AND SO HE WAS IN A CRISIS SITUATION OF HIS FAITH IN PRISON. HE CALLED TWO OF HIS DISCIPLES, SENT THEM TO JESUS, AND SAYS, ARE YOU THE CHRIST? OR SHOULD WE LOOK FOR ANOTHER? AND THIS WAS NOT ONLY A CRISIS OF HIS FAITH IN JESUS, BUT IT WAS ALSO A CRISIS IN HIS OWN LIFE BECAUSE HIS WHOLE LIFE HAD BEEN DEDICATED TO ANNOUNCING THE MESSIAH TO THE JEWS. AND IF JESUS WASN'T THE CHRIST, THEN JOHN HAD WASTED HIS LIFE. HE HAD WASTED THE GREAT ANOINTING THAT GOD HAD PLACED ON HIS LIFE. HE WAS IN A CRISIS SITUATION. SO HE SENT HIS DISCIPLES TO JESUS, ASKED FOR HELP, AND JESUS DIDN'T EVEN RESPOND FOR AN HOUR. HE DIDN'T EVEN ANSWER THEM. HE JUST WENT AROUND. HE PERFORMED MIRACLES. HE SAW BLIND EYES OPEN, DEAF EARS OPEN, etc and then after an hour he says go tell john what you've seen and heard how that the blind see the deaf hear the lame walk the lepers are cleansed the the dead are raised and he will be blessed if he will believe in me and after john's disciples were departed so that they couldn't hear this and they couldn't report it to jesus uh, to john then jesus began to say all of these complimentary things about jesus he said OR excuse ME, ABOUT JOHN. JESUS SAID ABOUT JOHN THAT HE IS THE PROPHET THAT WAS PROPHESIED IN MALACHI THAT THE LORD WOULD SEND HIS MESSENGER BEFORE HIS FACE. AND THEN HE SAID THAT JOHN IS THE GREATEST MAN THAT HAD EVER LIVED UP UNTIL THAT TIME. GREATER THAN ABRAHAM, MOSES, ELIJAH, DAVID, ANYBODY YOU WANT TO MENTION. NOW THESE THINGS WERE SO COMPLIMENTARY. I FOR YEARS THOUGHT, GOD, WHY DIDN'T YOU SAY THESE NICE THINGS ABOUT JOHN WHEN HIS DISCIPLES WERE THERE SO THAT HE... THEY COULD TAKE THAT MESSAGE BACK. INSTEAD, YOU DIDN'T EVEN ANSWER HIM FOR AN HOUR. YOU JUST PERFORMED MIRACLES AND SAID HE'LL BE BLESSED IF HE'LL BELIEVE. AND ON MY PROGRAM YESTERDAY, I SHARED OUT OF ISAIAH CHAPTER 35 THAT WHAT JESUS WAS DOING WAS REFERRING JOHN BACK TO THE SCRIPTURES. JOHN KNEW. THE BOOK OF ISAIAH. HE QUOTED FROM IT WHEN HE WAS ASKED, WHO ARE YOU? HE SAYS, I'M NOT THE CHRIST. I'M THE VOICE OF ONE CRYING IN THE WILDERNESS. THAT'S A QUOTATION FROM ISAIAH, CHAPTER 40. HE QUOTED FROM A NUMBER OF PLACES, AND ISAIAH, CHAPTER 35, WAS TELLING THIS MESSENGER, THAT WAS GOING TO COME AND PROMOTE THE MESSIAH, WHAT HE WAS SUPPOSED TO SAY. AND HE WAS SUPPOSED TO TELL THE PEOPLE THAT WHEN THE MESSIAH CAME, THEN THE EARS OF THE DEAF WOULD BE UNSTOPPED. THE EYES OF THE BLIND WOULD BE open, THE LAME MAN WOULD LEAP UP AS A HEART. THE TONGUE OF THE DUMB WOULD SING. AND YOU KNOW WHAT JESUS DID? INSTEAD OF GIVING JOHN AN EMOTIONAL RESPONSE, YOU KNOW, EQUIVALENT TO AN EMOTIONAL HUG THAT WOULD HAVE BLESSED HIM FOR A BRIEF PERIOD OF TIME, Je- JESUS GAVE JOHN THE WORD. HE FULFILLED THE WORD, AND HE TOLD THOSE DISCIPLES TO GO BACK. AND I BELIEVE WHAT THE HOLY SPIRIT DID WAS TO SHOW JOHN THAT JESUS IS THE CHRIST BECAUSE HE HAS FULFILLED THE WORD. YOU WILL BE BLESSED IF YOU WILL BELIEVE THE WORD AND NOT JUST WANT SOME KIND OF AN EMOTIONAL RESPONSE, AN EMOTIONAL ENCOURAGEMENT. NOW THAT'S the THRUST OF WHAT I'VE SAID THE LAST COUPLE OF DAYS, AND I TELL YOU, THAT IS HUGE, BECAUSE OUR SOCIETY TODAY HAS BECOME, I MEAN, WE ARE WAY, WAY, WAY OUT OF BALANCE ON JUST FEELING ALL OF THESE THINGS. I'VE TALKED TO SO MANY PEOPLE THAT THEY'LL SAY, YOU KNOW, NOBODY LOVES ME, EVERYBODY REJECTS ME, AND I'LL BEGIN TO SAY, THAT'S NOT TRUE. AND THEY'LL SAY, WELL, I KNOW, BUT THIS IS HOW I FEEL. AND IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT REALITY IS TO MANY PEOPLE TODAY. IT'S JUST all ABOUT HOW THEY FEEL. THERE'S PEOPLE THAT TODAY DON'T FEEL LIKE THEY'RE A MAN. THEY FEEL LIKE THEY'RE A WOMAN, AND SO THEY'RE GOING TO GO BY THEIR FEELINGS. I TELL YOU WHAT, YOU CAN CHECK YOUR PLUMBING, AND THAT'S WHO YOU ARE. YOU CAN LOOK ON A MOLECULAR LEVEL. IN EVERY CELL, DID YOU KNOW THAT YOU ARE... EITHER HAVE AN X OR A Y CHROMOSOME? EVERY CELL IN YOUR BODY IS DICTATED WHETHER YOU ARE MALE OR FEMALE, AND IT DOESN'T MATTER HOW YOU FEEL. HOW YOU FEEL IS IRRELEVANT. GOD CREATED YOU, AND EVERY CELL IN YOUR BODY IS CRYING OUT CERTAIN THINGS, BUT TODAY WE HAVE PEOPLE THAT JUST FEEL LIKE A WOMAN TODAY, OR FEEL LIKE A MAN TODAY, AND SO THEY'RE GONNA ACT accordingly. WE ARE SO OUT OF BALANCE IN THIS REALM, PEOPLE just—it DOESN'T MATTER WHAT REALITY IS. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT FACTS SAY. I JUST DON'T FEEL LIKE I'M LOVED. I DON'T FEEL THIS WAY. YOU NEED TO GET OVER IT. WE HAVE EXALTED FEELINGS TO AN UNGODLY PLACE. LET ME READ A PASSAGE TO YOU OUT OF EPHESIANS, CHAPTER 4. THESE ARE SOME VERSES THAT, MAN, GOD HAS... I'VE MEDITATED ON THIS A LOT. AND IN EPHESIANS, CHAPTER 4, IN VERSE 17, IT SAYS, THIS I SAY, THEREFORE, AND TESTIFY IN THE LORD, THAT YE henceforth WALK NOT AS OTHER GENTILES WALK IN THE VANITY OF THEIR MIND, HAVING THE UNDERSTANDING DARKENED, BEING ALIENATED FROM THE LIFE OF GOD THROUGH THE IGNORANCE THAT IS IN THEM BECAUSE OF THE BLINDNESS OF THEIR HEART. DID YOU KNOW I PROBABLY HAVE TEN OF MY TEACHING SERIES THAT ARE BASED PRETTY MUCH ON THOSE VERSES. THERE'S A LOT I COULD SAY ABOUT THOSE VERSES, BUT PEOPLE ARE ALIENATED FROM THE LIFE OF GOD BECAUSE OF THE IGNORANCE THAT'S IN THEM. AND THEN IN VERSE 19 IT SAYS, WHO BEING PAST FEELING HAVE GIVEN THEMSELVES OVER UNTO LASCIVIOUSNESS TO WORK ALL UNCLEANNESS WITH GREEDINESS. THESE ARE WORDS THAT WE DON'T USE A LOT TODAY, BUT THE WORD LASCIVIOUSNESS IS JUST TALKING ABOUT UNCONTROLLED, UNRESTRAINED EMOTIONS. So this is saying, these people who are ignorant and alienated from the life of God, it is because they have gone past feeling and have given themselves over unto lasciviousness. Now God gave us emotions. God created emotions. You know, if life didn't have emotions, it would it would be boring. It it would not, not be as good as it is. I MEAN, EMOTIONS ARE GREAT THINGS IN THEIR PROPER PLACE, BUT THIS IS SAYING THEY'VE GONE BEYOND THE RIGHT USE OF EMOTIONS AND THEY'VE GIVEN themselves OVER UNTO LASCIVIOUSNESS, UNCONTROLLED, UNRESTRAINED EMOTIONS. AND THIS IS DESCRIPTIVE OF OUR WORLD TODAY. THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT, TO THEM, IT IS ALL ABOUT BEING HAPPY. IT'S ALL ABOUT FEELING GOOD. DID YOU KNOW PREVIOUS GENERATIONS DIDN'T HAVE THE LUXURIES? THEY DIDN'T HAVE THE ENTERTAINMENT THAT WE HAVE EVEN ON OUR PHONES, IN OUR HOMES. THEY DIDN'T HAVE ALL OF THESE THINGS. YOU KNOW, THEY SPENT THEIR TIME MAKING A LIVING. THEY SPENT THEIR TIME RAISING A FAMILY. THEY SPENT THEIR TIME DEALING WITH OTHER THINGS. HAPPINESS WAS NOT THE DRIVING FORCE IN EVERYBODY'S LIFE. Now, am I saying that you shouldn't value happiness? No, it's it's part of life, but it is not the driving thing. You know, there's other things I could do. Besides all, I mean, I've spent a lot of effort. It's not unusual to spend 12, 15 hours a day ministering and doing the things that I do. Just this last week, I bet you, I I haven't been home in daylight in a long time. AND I'M GONE AND I'M DOING THINGS. AND THERE'S OTHER... IF IT WAS ALL ABOUT ME JUST ENJOYING MY LIFE AND JUST DOING THINGS FOR MYSELF, THERE'S OTHER THINGS I COULD BE DOING. BUT I SPEND A LOT OF TIME MINISTERING TO OTHER PEOPLE. I SPEND A LOT OF TIME DOING THINGS THAT AREN'T NECESSARILY, uh, YOU KNOW, THE THINGS THAT MAKE ME HAPPY, BUT IT'S WHAT GOD HAS CALLED ME TO DO. I'VE GOT A PURPOSE IN MY LIFE. I'M REACHING OUT. I'M DOING THINGS. AND WHAT I'M SAYING IS, YES, WE NEED TO HAVE Uh, ENJOYMENT IN LIFE, BUT IT DOESN'T NEED TO, IT DOESN'T NEED TO BE THE PREEMINENT THING. WE'VE GONE WAY PAST THE NORMAL USE OF FEELINGS, WHAT GOD GAVE US, AND WE HAVE GOTTEN TO WHERE WE HAVE ENSHRINED. WE HAVE MADE A GOD OUT OF FEELING. AND I CAN GUARANTEE THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM ALL AROUND THIS WORLD THAT YOU ARE JUST, YOU ARE DISCOURAGED. You YOU WANT TO HAVE THIS AND THIS AND THIS. AND IT'S ALL ABOUT HOW YOU FEEL AND ABOUT YOU FEELING LOVED AND ACCEPTED. THERE ARE SO MANY PEOPLE TODAY THAT, YOU KNOW, THEY COMMIT SUICIDE BECAUSE THEY DON'T FEEL LOVED. WELL, GET IN LINE. I'VE GOT THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE THAT HATE ME AND WRITE BLOGS ABOUT ME AND THAT CRITICIZE ME AND DO THINGS. AND IF I WAS TO JUST FOCUS ON THAT, I COULD FEEL DISCOURAGED, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? I CHOOSE TO FOCUS ON GOD. I CAST MY CARE ABOUT THINGS OVER ON THE LORD. I DO NOT LET FEELINGS DICTATE AND RULE MY LIFE. AND I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS WHAT JESUS DID WITH JOHN THE BAPTIST. RATHER THAN COME DOWN TO THIS EMOTIONAL LEVEL AND JUST SAY THESE THINGS ABOUT HIM THAT WOULD HAVE MADE JOHN FEEL GOOD TEMPORARILY, JESUS SENT HIM BACK TO THE WORD BECAUSE THE WORD IS... SHOULD BE THE FOUNDATION OF OUR LIFE, THE FOUNDATION OF OUR FAITH. FAITH COMES BY HEARING, AND HEARING BY THE WORD, JOHN 10, 17, AND WITHOUT FAITH, IT'S IMPOSSIBLE TO PLEASE GOD, HEBREWS CHAPTER 11, VERSE 6. GOD WANTED JOHN THE BAPTIST TO OPERATE IN FAITH, AND I BELIEVE THAT WHEN HE FULFILLED THE SCRIPTURE AND TOLD THE MESSENGERS TO GO BACK AND TELL JOHN, I BELIEVE THAT THE HOLY SPIRIT REVEALED TO JOHN WHAT JESUS HAD DONE, AND JOHN SAYS HE'S GOT TO BE THE CHRIST. HOW COULD ANYBODY HEAL THE SICK, OPEN THE EYES OF THE BLIND, OPEN THE EARS OF THE DEAF, SEE THE DEAD RAISED, AND DO ALL OF THESE THINGS. IN ONE HOUR, THIS HAS TO BE THE CHRIST. NOBODY ELSE COULD DO THIS. AND he he STEPPED UP AND OVERCAME HIS ADVERSITY BY FAITH AND NOT BY FEELING. THAT'S HUGE. THAT IS HUGE. AND I TELL YOU, THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'RE IN A CRISIS SITUATION. AND YOU'RE ASKING GOD TO HELP YOU, AND WHAT YOU'RE WANTING IS AN EMOTIONAL FIX. AND IT'LL ONLY LAST A BRIEF PERIOD OF TIME, AND THEN YOU'LL HAVE TO HAVE ANOTHER EMOTIONAL FIX, AND YOU'LL HAVE TO HAVE MORE ENCOURAGEMENT. WHAT GOD IS TRYING TO DO THROUGH THIS PROGRAM, HE'S REACHING OUT TO YOU AND TRYING TO GET YOU TO GO BACK TO THE WORD OF GOD. HAS GOD CALLED YOU? HAS GOD ANOINTED YOU? WHAT DOES GOD'S WORD PROMISE YOU? AND YOU NEED TO GET TO WHERE YOU STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD AND NOT JUST WAIT ON SOMEBODY TO COME ALONG AND GIVE YOU A GOOSEBUMPS, SOMETHING THAT WILL ENCOURAGE YOU TEMPORARILY. YOU NEED TO GET TO WHERE YOU STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD. LET ME ILLUSTRATE THIS ANOTHER WAY THROUGH THE EIGHTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF MATTHEW. JESUS WAS WALKING ALONG. HE HAD BEEN MINISTERING TO PEOPLE AND A CENTURION, Came unto him. And it says in verse 5 And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto them, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. FOR I AM A MAN UNDER AUTHORITY, HAVING SOLDIERS UNDER ME, AND I SAY TO THIS MAN, GO, AND HE GOES, AND TO ANOTHER COME, AND HE COMES, AND TO MY SERVANT DO THIS, AND HE DOES IT. WHEN JESUS HEARD IT, HE MARVELED, AND SAID TO THEM THAT FOLLOWED, VERILY, I SAY UNTO YOU, I HAVE NOT FOUND SO GREAT FAITH, NO, NOT IN ISRAEL. NOW THIS IS WORTHY OF TAKING NOTE. JESUS ONLY MARVELLED TWICE IN SCRIPTURE. RIGHT HERE, HE MARVELLED AT THIS CENTURION'S FAITH, AND THEN ANOTHER TIME, HE MARVELLED AT HIS DISCIPLES' UNBELIEF. HE was—he MARVELLED. IT AMAZED HIM THAT PEOPLE WHO HAD BEEN WITH HIM FOR THREE YEARS, HAD HEARD HIS TEACHING, HAD SEEN HIS MIRACLES, WHO HAD BEEN EXPOSED TO ALL OF THESE THINGS, COULD BE SO DULL AND SO HARD-HEARTED AND THE SECOND TIME IS WHEN HE MARVELLED AT THIS MAN'S FAITH. WHAT MADE THIS MAN'S FAITH SO GREAT? JESUS WENT ON TO SAY, I SAY UNTO YOU THAT MANY SHALL COME FROM THE EAST AND FROM THE WEST AND SHALL SIT DOWN WITH ABRAHAM AND ISAAC AND JACOB IN THE KINGDOM OF HEAVEN. BUT THE CHILDREN OF THE KINGDOM SHALL BE CAST OUT INTO OUTER DARKNESS. THERE SHALL BE WEEPING AND Gnashing OF TEETH. AND JESUS SAID UNTO THE Satyrian, GO THY way." AND AS THOU HAST BELIEVED, SO BE IT DONE UNTO THEE, AND HIS SERVANT WAS HEALED IN THE selfsame HOUR. THE THING THAT MADE THIS MAN'S FAITH SO GREAT THAT CAUSED JESUS TO MARVEL WAS BECAUSE HE SAYS, I DON'T NEED YOU TO COME TO MY HOUSE. I DON'T NEED YOU TO TOUCH MY SERVANT. I DON'T NEED YOU TO WAVE YOUR HAND OVER HIM. YOU SPEAK THE WORD ONLY, AND MY SERVANT SHALL BE HEALED. IT WAS BECAUSE THIS MAN HAD FAITH IN GOD'S WORD TO SUCH A DEGREE, YOU JUST GIVE ME A WORD AND THAT'S ENOUGH. YOU KNOW, GOD CREATED THE HEAVENS AND THE EARTH BY A WORD. HE SPOKE AND SAID, LET THERE BE LIGHT. LET US MAKE MAN. HE SPOKE ALL OF THESE THINGS. GOD'S WORD IS FOREVER SETTLED. PSALMS 138 VERSE 2 SAYS THAT GOD HAS EXALTED HIS WORD ABOVE HIS NAME. AT THE NAME OF JESUS, EVERY KNEE IS GOING TO BOW, EVERY TONGUE IS GOING TO CONFESS. THE NAME OF JESUS IS A STRONG TOWER. THE RIGHTEOUS RUN INTO IT, AND THEY ARE SAFE. I AM NOT DIMINISHING THE POWER OF JESUS' NAME AT ALL. IT IS POWERFUL, AND YET, Psalms 138, VERSE 2 SAYS, HE'S EXALTED HIS WORD ABOVE HIS NAME. A MAN'S WORD... uh, OR, LET ME SAY IT THIS WAY, A MAN'S NAME IS NO BETTER THAN HIS WORD. IF HE DOESN'T KEEP HIS WORD, WELL, THEN HIS NAME IS NO GOOD. THE NAME OF JESUS IS POWERFUL, BUT THE THING THAT MAKES THE NAME OF JESUS SO POWERFUL IS HIS WORD. MAN, IF GOD SAYS SOMETHING, THE WHOLE UNIVERSE IS DEPENDENT UPON THE WORD. IT WAS CREATED BY THE WORD. IT'S HELD TOGETHER BY THE WORD. LET ME JUST READ THIS TO YOU OUT OF HEBREWS, CHAPTER 1 AND VERSE 3. IT SAYS, WHO BEING THE BRIGHTNESS OF HIS GLORY, SPEAKING OF JESUS, AND THE EXPRESS IMAGE OF HIS PERSON, AND UPHOLDING ALL THINGS BY THE WORD OF HIS POWER, WHEN HE HAD BY HIMSELF PURGED OUR SINS, SAT DOWN ON THE RIGHT HAND OF THE MAJESTY ON HIGH. BUT THIS SAYS THAT HE UPHOLDS ALL THINGS BY THE WORD OF HIS POWER. GOD CREATED EVERYTHING BY WORDS. HE SAID, LET US DO THIS. HE SAID, LET THE EARTH BRING FORTH. GOD CREATED THE WORLDS BY WORDS AND THIS SAYS THAT THE POWER OF HIS WORD HOLDS EVERYTHING TOGETHER. EVERYTHING PHYSICAL THAT WE SEE WAS CREATED BY WORDS AND IT'S HELD TOGETHER BY WORDS. AND IF GOD WAS TO EVER BREAK HIS WORD, IF HE WAS TO EVER FAIL TO KEEP HIS WORD, THE UNIVERSE WOULD SELF-DESTRUCT. IT'S UPHELD. IT'S HELD TOGETHER BY HIS WORD. IF YOU CAN SEE THAT THE WORLD IS STILL IN ONE PIECE, THEN THAT MEANS THAT GOD HAS NEVER VIOLATED HIS WORD. HEBREWS CHAPTER 6, HE CANNOT LIE. HE WILL NOT LIE. HE HAS NEVER BROKEN HIS WORD. AND THE HIGHEST FORM OF FAITH IS WHEN A PERSON SAYS, GOD, IF, if YOU SAY IT IN YOUR WORD, I BELIEVE IT. THAT'S WHAT MADE JESUS MARVEL AT THIS CENTURION'S FAITH. THIS MAN SAYS, IF YOU'LL SPEAK THE WORD, IF YOU'LL JUST SAY, MY SERVANT IS HEALED, JUST SAY IT, THAT'S ENOUGH. I DON'T NEED YOU TO COME TO MY HOUSE. I DON'T NEED YOU TO TOUCH HIM. MOST PEOPLE NEED THE LORD TO DO ALL THESE OTHER THINGS. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? BECAUSE OF HIS GREAT LOVE, THE LORD TOLD MANY PEOPLE, SO BE IT UNTO YOU ACCORDING TO YOUR FAITH. HE WILL MEET YOU WHERE YOUR FAITH IS. GOD WILL GIVE YOU AN EMOTIONAL HUG. HE'S DONE THAT TO ME. GOD HAS DONE THINGS TO ENCOURAGE ME IN THE NATURAL REALM. AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT HE WON'T DO THAT. I'M NOT SAYING THE ONLY WAY HE'LL RELATE TO US IS BY THE WORD, BUT I'M SAYING THAT THAT'S THE BEST WAY. THAT IS THE WAY HE DESIRES FOR YOU TO LIVE, IS TO BRING YOU UP TO THIS STANDARD TO WHERE YOU TAKE THE WORD ONLY. THAT'S THE REASON THAT HE MINISTERED TO JOHN THE BAPTIST THE WAY THAT HE DID. IT'S NOT BECAUSE HE DIDN'T LOVE AND APPRECIATE JOHN THE BAPTIST. IT'S NOT BECAUSE HE DIDN'T APPRECIATE THE CRISIS THAT JOHN THE BAPTIST WAS IN. No, it's because he respected John so much that he didn't just give him some emotional thing that might last a day or two. Instead, he gave him the Word. The Word is the best way that God has to minister to you. Man, that is a strong statement. You know, the Lord began to show me these things. I'm going to be talking about this on our program tomorrow and giving some more explanation. But when I begin to see this and to see that God... WOULD DESIRE ME TO BELIEVE AND RELATE TO HIM on, JUST BY FAITH IN THE WORD, THAT THAT WAS THE HIGHEST FORM OF RELATIONSHIP WITH HIM, WAS BY FAITH, NOT BY FEELING. WHEN I SAW THIS, I MADE A DECISION AND I SAID, GOD, I, I DON'T CARE IF YOU EVER SHOW ME A VISION, IF I HEAR AN AUDIBLE VOICE, IF I HAVE A GOOSEBUMP OR ANYTHING ELSE, I WANT YOUR BEST. I WANT THE GREATEST BLESSING. AND I ASKED GOD, TO JUST HELP ME TO TRUST HIM AND TO BELIEVE HIS WORD. AND, YOU KNOW, I HAVEN'T DONE IT PERFECTLY BY ANY MEANS. AND THERE'S TIMES THAT GOD HAS MEANT ME AND HELPED ME IN OTHER WAYS. BUT TO A VERY LARGE DEGREE, I HAVE BASED MY LIFE ON JUST WHAT DOES THE WORD OF GOD SAY? AND I BELIEVE THIS. AND BECAUSE OF IT, I HAVE SEEN SOME GREAT THINGS HAPPEN. AND, YOU KNOW, I HAVE ACTUALLY BEEN IN MEETINGS Where the people go down in a row and they prophesy and they'll prophesy to every person and then they'll skip me and then they'll go on. That hadn't happened every time. I've received some prophecies and stuff, but I'm saying that that's typical. Everybody will receive a prophecy other than me. And you know, I believe part of it is because I've made this commitment that God, I want your best. And it's not because God doesn't love me; it's because He is trying to. I'm trying to walk in His best, and I believe that God is honoring that. The reason that Jesus didn't just say these complimentary things about John the Baptist. He waited until John's disciples were gone before he began to say, this is the man prophesied in Malachi. This is the greatest man that has ever been born on the earth. The reason he waited to say those complimentary things after John's disciples were gone was because he wanted John's faith to be based on what the Word said and not just on some compliments, not on some nice things that have been said. You know, if you'd had two doors up here in front of people and if they were in trouble and it's, and you know, if they were, these were two ways to get help and if one of them said feelings, you know, emotions or something like that and the other one says the Word, I guarantee you most people would go for the feelings, the emotion instead of the Word because we don't value the Word of God the way we should. But this is the greatest way that God has of ministering to you and me is through His Word AND NOT JUST SOME EMOTIONAL THING, NOT SOME PHYSICAL, TANGIBLE THING THAT WILL PASS AWAY, BUT HE WANTS YOU TO STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD. AND I BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS HAD SOME OF YOU TUNE INTO THIS PROGRAM TODAY TO HEAR THESE THINGS THAT I'M SAYING BECAUSE YOU ARE FACING SOME THINGS THAT MAY BE DISCOURAGING AND HINDERING YOUR FAITH AND YOU'RE ASKING GOD FOR HELP. AND HE LED YOU TO THIS PROGRAM AND TO THE WORD AND TO THESE TRUTHS. HE'S TRYING TO GET YOU TO ACT LIKE THIS MAN IN THE EIGHTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF MATTHEW THAT YOU SAY, YOU JUST SPEAK THE WORD ONLY. WHAT DOES THE WORD OF GOD SAY? WHAT ARE THE PROMISES? WHAT HAS GOD SAID TO YOU? GO BACK AND STAND ON THE WORD, REGARDLESS of WHAT THE CIRCUMSTANCES LOOK LIKE, REGARDLESS of WHAT OTHER PEOPLE HAVE TO SAY. WHAT DOES GOD'S WORD SAY TO YOU? AND I'M TELLING YOU, BROTHERS AND SISTERS, THAT IS THE HIGHEST FORM OF FAITH, IS JUST TO STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD. NOT BECAUSE ONE CAT WALKED THIS WAY AND TWO DOGS WALKED THIS WAY. OH, GOD, GIVE ME A SIGN. PEOPLE DO ALL OF THESE THINGS. IF YOU PUT OUT A FLEECE, YOU STAND A VERY GOOD CHANCE OF BEING FLEECED. YOU NEED TO STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD. NOW, GOD MEANT GIDEON THROUGH THESE FLEECES. GOD HAS MEANT ME, AND HE WILL MEET YOU, BUT I'M SAYING HE'S TRYING TO DRAW YOU UP TO ANOTHER LEVEL TO WHERE YOU STAND ON THE WORD OF GOD.
0: DID YOU HEAR? About our website, it's new and it's improved. We designed it with you in mind. Now you can browse on all your mobile devices. Everything is where you would expect it to be. And if you can't find something, the search bar will. It's fast, easy, and it just makes sense. Check it out at awmi.net.
1: This is our latest construction update. We're now standing in the parking garage on level two. And the reason I'm standing here is just to give you a little bit of a shot here. This is the elevator and I just talked to our foreman and he said that this will be functional today or at the very latest on Thursday. Also over this shoulder, you can see down this way, they have a lot of materials still stacked in here, but you can see for the very first time they've opened up this opening into our auditorium. There's also another opening way down at the end. So there's two entrances that go into the main level of the auditorium right here. And then we have another entrance on the three and a half story level. And that's where we enter into our phone center and all of our offices. And then we'll still have the fifth level that will be open up on the top. But out on the east side, This is as you approach the parking garage. They have now poured a portion of the entry there. And uh, they've got it covered with black tarp right now. And the curb and the gutter for that will be done this week by the time you see this update. They should have that pretty much underway. And then way over on the west side, up one level, there is another entrance that's on the third level of this parking garage. AND THEY HAVE BEEN BACKFILLING AND THEY'VE JUST ABOUT GOT ALL OF THAT COVERED SO THAT THEY ARE READY TO START POURING THE CONCRETE AND THAT WILL BE DONE EITHER THIS WEEK OR NEXT WEEK AND IF YOU COULD BE A PART OF THIS I WOULD REALLY THANK YOU FOR DOING IT YOU ARE INVESTING IN PEOPLE'S LIVES AND YOU WOULD BE BLESSED GOD BLESS YOU I'D LIKE TO INVITE YOU TO COME AND JOIN ME THIS SUMMER FOR OUR SUMMER FAMILY BIBLE CONFERENCE. IT'S JULY THE 1ST THROUGH THE 5TH, AND WE ARE GOING TO HAVE A LOT OF DIFFERENT SPEAKERS. WE HAVE A YOUTH MINISTRY. IT WILL BLESS YOU. IT WILL ENCOURAGE YOU AND ENTERTAIN YOU, AND IT'S JUST GOING TO BE A GREAT TIME FOR THE ENTIRE FAMILY. REMEMBER, IT'S JULY THE 1ST THROUGH THE 5TH, 2019, AT OUR FACILITIES IN WOODLAND PARK, COLORADO. I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THESE PRODUCTS THAT WE'RE OFFERING. THIS BOOK IS BRAND NEW ON A SURE FOUNDATION. IT IS AWESOME. AND THIS TEACHING IS IN CD AND IN DVD FORM. AND THEN ALSO, IF YOU WANT TO GET THE PACKAGE WHERE WE ARE INCLUDING OUR LIVING COMMENTARY, THAT IS A DOWNLOAD OFF OF OUR WEBSITE. AND I TELL YOU, I'VE WRITTEN FOOTNOTES ON OVER 22,000 VERSES. IT WOULD BE A REAL BLESSING TO YOU. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AND RESPOND TODAY. Andrew's teaching titled, A Sure Foundation, is
0: available in a brand new book for a gift of any amount. This teaching is also available as a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth conference or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Also today, Andrew is relaunching his Living Commentary. This updated Living Commentary is a Bible program for both Mac and PC which allows you to study through the Bible with Andrew. This one-of-a-kind living commentary allows you to regularly download his most recent footnotes and commentary on over 22,000 verses. This redesigned living commentary is available as a download for both Mac and PC for a gift of $120 or more exclusively as a website-only offer on awmi.net. Or you can get the Living Commentary as part of the Assure Foundation package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the Living Commentary. This package has a catalog value of $165, but you can get it today for only $135. Also, today's individual audio CD is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net.